where you guys always got to see the jokes like way before I did when I had it pulled up. Anyways, so hopefully anybody who's at home who's watching this, you missed out on a really solid joke. I had done this whole thing, this whole bit where I was talking about how we were going to remain apolitical and unbiased and we were going to let the facts land where they were. And then I switched the camera to me and I'm wearing this Make America Great Again hat. Uh, so... <laughs> It's unfortunate that, you know, you guys missed out on that, but I will, for the sake of actually do what? I said it was a good one. Yeah, but everyone at home missed out on it, so I'm switching to my apolitical hat here. Uh, but yeah, and then we were also talking about who we were going to, to cheers to today, and I think it's important, uh, you know, that uh, we make... Uh, we make a note of the sacrifices that are made by, um, you know, as many of you understand and have heard, uh, that the ISIS leader, Abdu Baghdari, Baghdali, um, Benajeri, Pat, Pat Benatar, was uh, killed <laughs> the other day during a Delta Force raid, and uh, the unsung hero of the the raid was actually a dog, a military working dog, which I think is, uh, uh, like I said, it's very important that we um, make a note of this dog's contribution. He was actually wounded in the in the raid and in in killing ISIS. Because if you type in Google, if you type in "dog who killed," and I was going to type uh, Abu Dhabi in there, but it, it auto correct or auto filled in ISIS. So this dog. Uh, in many searchers' minds, killed all the entirety of ISIS, and uh, I think we need to celebrate that dog's contribution and to like to cheers to his uh, receipt of the Purple Heart. Now, now was his um, was his name declassified or is no his, still, his uh, name his, <laughs> his name is actually still classified. They released the picture, but they did not release the. Uh, the name of this good boy. Um, <laughs> the uh, good boy. That's a, that's a good epithet for him. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all we can... I mean, if that's... Uh, if they're not going to give us the name, the... Uh, we can just call him good boy. Hold on, I'm trying yeah, to mute this thing. I don't, I don't know if you yeah, can it's hear what we're like Airbud or something. I don't know. <laughs> Airbud. Um, <laughs> Airbud. <laughs> I was trying to think of a good movie where a dog is like heroic, and I was like the first one that popped into my head was Air Bud. You know, I would say, what was that? What was that other one with the Chance and and Shadow and Sassy? Homeward Bound. That's Homeward. the one. I bet is that you... really the movie you were talking about? I was just taking a stab in the dark. Yeah, that was the one I was talking about. Um, Chance, because Ch uh, what's his name? Michael J. Fox was in that one as Chance. Yeah. Can it, can everyone hear? V, by the way, in the in the chat, if you're there, and uh, you could let me know if we can hear uh, V. I want to make sure that everyone can hear him. Uh, and then, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm less concerned of whether or not you can hear me because my contribution to the show is minimal. Uh, but yeah, if you could, just let me know. That'd be fantastic. Can you hear me? Testing, testing one, two, testicles. Can you guys hear me out there in the chat? Say something. Tell me. I think everybody just logged off. They were like, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing, I can't do this again tonight. My <laughs> wife almost left me last time. Um, yep, I hear y'all. Okay, Ryan, Ryan hears us. So let's, let's kind of 
get into it. Mike and Manitoba, he actually says here, you know, too. So good, 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 good. Um, so we're going to get kind of into it. We're going to talk a little bit about something that uh, I know we talk a lot about uh, silly stuff on here on the show quite a bit. Oh, let me let me cheers to the dog. To the dog. Oh, yeah. To the, to the good boy. Air bud. Delicious. You took down Medulla Oblongata. <laughs> I don't have any. I, I spilled them all out in the first uh, <laughs> amount of gibberish that I threw out. So like I, I'm relying, I'm relying entirely on you to carry us in that joke for the rest of the show. Um, so that being said, let's talk about the deep state. What is the deep state, V? What is the deep state? Well, uh, based on the research I did, um, you know, the thorough research that I did on on Wikipedia, <laughs> um, it's basically like this secret collusion. Uh, behind like uh like these dudes they're like locked into this like position in uh in either the white house or like any sort of spot in uh, in the government and then they just keep things like going behind the scenes this is kind of like the bare bones of what i understand about it so essentially they like they're the ones that are making things happen it's kind of like saying i guess these dudes have been along in the shadows do- doing um doing this stuff like puppet strings and all that which is funny because i i said i guess it came from some like turkish thing like the turks which i i guess if you're from turkey you're you're not a turkey you're you're a turk so which doesn't make sense to me because it should be you should be a a turkey (laughs) if you're from turkey well i mean we are americans not america's Many of us are Americans, you know what I mean? I'm America. <laughs> I am America. <laughs> yeah, what you're, ta- what, what you're talking about, uh, I actually have the thing saved here. So uh, to say to talk about Turkey, uh, the term was originally coined to refer to a re- uh, relatively invisible state apparatus in Turkey composed of high-level elements within the intelligence services, military, security, judiciary, and organized crime. And similar alleged networks in other countries, including Egypt, Ukraine, Spain, Colombia, Italy, Israel, and many others. So that's, uh, I, I think that's what you were talking about when you said uh, Turkey. I didn't want to take too much away from you, but I did want to kind of fill in that blank as you move forward. Right, right. right. Well, that's kind of what I gathered from it, is essentially it was like um, the the term came from the, the turkeys and their uh, Turkish stuff and apparently what it was is in in Turkey they had like military uh, collusion a lot of military collusion and it was able to they were able to do a lot of stuff behind the scenes because they had this military power and so how that translates to us in in the US or in the Americas (laughs) in the Americas (laughs) yeah in the Americans that translates to us uh, in a way that you could say there's probably this like secret government that's like hiding beneath uh, or in the shadows, or there's like people that are like, uh, in, in uh, what would you say, uh, st- uh, strategically placed in the government to like make things happen that like favor whatever their political agenda is. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's a, from what I understand, uh, according to the Wikipedia's, there's um, there's a lot of people that kind of are naysayers about it. and They say it doesn't exist, and like um, a lot of dudes that like they kind of dismiss it. Like, oh, it doesn't really exist because such and such and such and such. But um, I don't know. I, I think, um, as, as from a personal opinion, I think I'm incom- inclined to believe that there is something um, something that does pull strings. Or maybe there's something. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's uh, it's one of those things that you have to consider all of the uh, the things throughout history and 
whatnot. So that's essentially the gist of what I know about it. Um, I, like I said, I, I just like went on Wikipedia. That was the extent of my research. I was <laughs> at first I was like, I'm gonna take a bath and like turn on this like YouTube video of Deep State, and then I just like passed out instead. So, you know, the failure there. <laughs> no, you're. I all I did was. Um... I just uh, spied through your window to see what you were watching about Deep State, and I just watched it on there. So it wasn't a total loss. Uh, no, what, uh, the funny thing about what you said about the naysayers is, um, and before before we move too far forward, uh, Ryan, AK, or Rick, AK Purple uh, Hobbit, uh, was doing um, the lyrics from one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite bands. They might be giants. A song called. Istanbul, as I, I oh, called it. That's I know yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing I lyrics to that. So it's a good one. Yeah. Istanbul, Constantinople, right? That one. You can't go back to Constantinople. Why does Constantinople yeah, like, get the works? That's yeah, nobody's something. business, but Turks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Istanbul. And I like the, I like the uh, the Triangle Man one too. It's a good Particle one. Man. Yeah, Particle Man. That's yeah. Uh, Triangle yeah. Man is one of the he's one of the MCs on that on that uh, track. So <laughs> Triangle I Man, actually, Triangle I Man. Those, <clears throat> I only know those songs because of Tiny Toon Adventures in the '90s. Yeah, they're still like if you look them up on. I think they were the legitimate uh, music videos for those songs because um, the, if you look up uh, any of uh, they might be giants, their music videos a lot of times you're going to get just like an animated thing just like that there's another one that they do uh it's actually pretty funny about uh um gosh what the heck was it uh, about um mesopotamians it's a band called the mesopotamians and it's actually pretty funny but uh unreal uh, that's totally uh off the topic so yeah topic. Uh, yeah and that's that's what we do best so and i'm hoping uh, so the amount of content that we have for this episode is so minimal that uh, we're going to need to go off topic quite a bit this is our <laughs> marathon you, episode of nonsense would you say that uh these these uh what is the name of the band that does the constantinople song what is, what is they the might be giants uh, would you consider them like a novelty band like um kind of like, like flight, flight of the concords yeah yeah um, <laughs> yeah they uh yeah i think so I, I they have a lot of albums i have several of them uh and most people i think would be surprised to hear that that they have multiple albums i mean i think i have like three or four of them even and uh, they just they keep making music so i'm sure if you looked them up right now it would say that something just released in the last couple of weeks and none of us have heard about it uh <laughs> but what you said about people the naysayers is what is what i was going to talk about um the naysayers on wikipedia and this is something that pisses me off about wikipedia is we can recognize that wikipedia is uh has been evaluated uh, by scholars and by people who kind of determine this sort of thing to be as accurate and as effective as uh, an encyclopedia or whatever whatever purpose is intended to serve it's as effective as those publications and those books and those whatever. But mm -hmm. like, if you go in there and validate some of the citations on more controversial things, you'll find out real quick that it's not even close to like remotely accurate or trustworthy. So for instance, uh, I would say, look up deep state. 
And then it's going to say right in the beginning, in the United States, the term deep state is used to describe a conspiracy theory. And then it has five different citations. So you're like, wow, okay, so it clearly is a conspiracy. They've got five citations to back it up. But if you look at the citations, they are all uh, publicly, like very loudly anti-Trump publications, such as the Washington Post, the New York Times, uh, I believe one of them was the New Yorker. Another one was Vox. Um, yeah, Vox. And these are all like super anti-Trump publications, which that's fine. They've they've branded themselves as such, uh, and they've been outed time and time again as being uh, extremely biased against the president and any kind of conservative out there, conser- conservative uh, representative in the government. And like far, far. Say again. I said far, far left. Like, yeah, I mean, these are all like blatantly, admittedly far left publications. And uh, just like Fox and Breitbart and Infowars, you would put them on the right. These are all like far left ones. Uh, But not even that. It's that they're all op eds, like they're all opinion pieces, these citations that they use. So it's not even like. A legitimate oh here's a study that was done by a you know whatever by by a uh, non-biased bipartisan apolitical source this is an opinion piece in a liberal rag that is on the verge of i mean vox i think weren't they trying weren't they going bankrupt or something or i'm I'm thinking of salon or slate or whatever uh but it's the same idea it's the same like huff poe and all that crap so all those uh, all those citations, like in, in these very controversial Wikipedia articles, if you look at the citations, you'll quickly realize just how uh, fucking useless Wikipedia can be in like certain <laughs> topics. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's no better way to put that. But I think the question is the question here is that I'd like to get to the bottom of is does does deep state exist? And what is our evidence to show? And maybe we can't come to the uh, the conclusion that it actually does exist because obviously this is the whole conspiracy behind it is like, oh, is there a deep state? And you can always blame deep state whenever there's something going wrong or whatever. But I think the question that I have here and I think that we should try to get to the bottom of is what evidence can we find that says that there is deep state? At the very least, there has to be something out there on the internet or um, – or something. <laughs> all, and all, I got you. I've got you covered. This is one of those rare instances in which, in which case I, in, in, in which I came through. Uh, there was, there was a, uh, up until this point, I mean, it was, it was very, and let me start off by saying the deep state argument and conspiracy is brilliant uh, because if you can tie somebody or brand somebody as a deep state, um, a deep state, uh, whatever asset or whatever, boner, uh, state boner. Yeah, a deep state boner. If you can classify somebody as a deep state boner, you can discredit anything that they say about you. If in, in any kind of like campaign against you. So for instance, if Trump can, if the president can, uh, effectively brand, James Comey, or for instance, Robert Mueller, which he did, uh, as a deep state asset or a deep state player, or deep state boner, I'm sorry, uh, 
Uh, yeah. If he can label him a deep state boner, <laughs> then he can discredit everything that comes out from that person. And not just for himself, but for any of the people who kind of already wanted to believe that to begin with. Oh, well, okay, the president said it, so it's, he's a fucking deep state boner. So <laughs> that's it's brilliant in that. Uh, and a lot of people wonder why the deep state didn't exist until, like, why did we never hear about the deep state until Donald Trump came around? Well, because we didn't really have... Uh, it, he was, it was there, but the problem was all the... Uh, administrations leading up to that point uh, were kind of like in in step with what the deep state wanted. Uh, there was, a lot, I mean, you can see a lot of stuff, and anything that you read, uh, you can read all about any conspiracy is dating back decades, and all of them seem to favor this sort of move to the new world order. And anyone who has kind of tried to thwart, are we talking that, about the? The wrestling guys now? <laughs> the the Wolfpack New World Order? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, different New World Order. Uh, so not the, just Jericho and... Is he, was he was part that... of it? I know it was Hulk Hogan. Um, oh, maybe it was Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was Hulk Hogan. Was part of the, he was part of the white New World Order, and then the red New World Order was the Wolfpack with uh, Kevin Nash. Is that a guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a guy. Um, that's a dude. <laughs> but yeah, that's a... <laughs> Paul Blart. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, it's all kind of like and dating back decades. I mean, you look at JFK, the last great Democrat. He, um, I had to shove that dig in there real quick for anyone who, uh, anyone out there. The the thing about him was he said that he wanted to splinter the CIA into a million pieces and cast it into the wind. And what happened to JFK? Um, right. So that's that's the sort of thing that the deep state does. And I mean, we have CIA even went before Congress. Uh, back in the 80s talking about a gun that they could shoot with this little uh, dissolving dart that would cause people to have a heart attack. I mean, this is all like real stuff that the deep state is um, capable of doing. And you hear stuff like from Chuck Schumer talking about how you don't want to go against the intelligence community because they have a dozen ways to Sunday to get back at you. And these are all like publicly said things uh what's and this name? was in the 80s this was in the 80s chuck right? schumer said it just a couple of years ago uh, so like you, you can imagine the kind of technology that has evolved mm -hmm. like a, a dart that could stop your heart could you imagine like you like turn on your microwave to like cook a hot dog and then you're dead you're dead <laughs> <laughs> so much for that cheese dog yeah and 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 maxine waters was another one she said that uh she admitted that barack obama was compiling a database of information on everybody period just, just in order to uh in the future potentially blackmail and stuff like that so that that was the whole thing and and we'll talk about real quick just a couple of real quick examples uh think of um the nsa surveillance <clears throat> kind of what, what i just mentioned was uh, edward snowden right remember when he came right. out and he he yeah, yeah, yeah. explained that the nsa was illegally uh surveilling everybody and you know he had to flee because he was all of a sudden like all of a sudden the deep state wanted him and and that one yeah, was yeah. uh the deep state was fortunate in that they were like well this is pretty illegal so we can kind of do this out in in public and and proudly and then you look at stuff like the the steel dossier what trump just went through with like a dossier that was compiled of uh what the hell was it? Uh, a Russian hotel where 
Trump was paying hookers to pee on him on this bed or whatever. <laughs> and then he was also wearing what? pajamas. No, and here's what's funny. Uh, they said that he was wearing pajamas and watching anime, and he forced people to bring him presents in the movie theater so that he could open them like Christmas morning. <laughs> and the funniest thing about all of that... That's ludicrous. The, the best part is it was 4chan that actually created... They got a hold of the guy who was kind of compiling a dossier so that the government could then go and spy on Donald Trump and his admin and his campaign uh, personnel. And you gotta you gotta appreciate 4chan for the stuff that they can get people to do because yeah. I've seen some of so that thing that thing with the KKK, remember the okay sign where yeah. they made yeah, they yeah. they got people they got people to believe dude I'm not kidding. I talked to somebody recently and they were going, you know that okay sign is it's actually it's a KKK thing. And I was like, what? No it's not. That's that the 4chan like you know, nerds got that thing like to trend basically. <laughs> they, they do it, yeah, they do it all thing. the time. Um, <laughs> there was another one that they did. I mean, they did the 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 peep, the frog. They did um, what the yeah, the frog. Did they do. They did the thing with the Mountain Dew where they were renaming the new Mountain Dew. <laughs> the Mountain Dew that was they, awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. They they what they do is they come together and they're able to trick everybody the into believing these ridiculous things. And they're kind of like the the counter uh, deep state if you really want to label them, but yeah, that's the way to put it, I think that dossier was it was just a bunch of nonsense. It was nothing in it was corroborated. Nothing in it was legitimate. And but they used that in order to go and uh, get warrants so that they could wiretap Trump Tower. They could wiretap Carter Page. All these other different uh, or people within the campaign and that's how they did it was through this steel dossier and it's called the steel dossier because christopher Steele was the mi6 agent that they used to compile it and then it was actually funded by fusion gps which fusion gps is the organization that went and um analyzed and in investigated the the servers in the dnc when they were supposedly hacked by russia but then nobody ever was able to prove that like the fbi said hey we'll hand over the servers and we'll go ahead and we'll verify that it was russia and they're like no nah, we had fusion gps do it so it's <laughs> very very shady stuff and like you can see it's very hard to be dismissive even from a, an objective standpoint uh to almost to the point where if you actually start looking into it it's impossible not to walk away with some kind of evidence of like oh or the belief that oh there is in fact a deep state and again you, you've got stuff like rod rosenstein and uh uh what, what the hell is his name jim comey the old fbi director who and then the deputy fbi director uh rod rosenstein told trump recommended trump uh that he fired jim comey for the handling of the hillary emails and then turns around and says that Trump needs to be impeached for firing Jim Comey and obstructing justice. So, like, that sort of stuff that happens, they're members of this deep state. Because look at it this way. When you work in the FBI, um, you are not hired as, like, an FBI agent. You're not hired by anyone, like, the, the people, right? You're not, you're not voted into being an FBI agent even all the way up to FBI director. You're, it's not a voted in position, it's a position that you're put into. And then ultimately you either resign, you retire, you leave, you uh, go to a different post, you do a trans like a lateral move or even a step down to another move in another agency, or you are fired, uh, any, any number of things, or you die on the job, whatever. 
But yeah, I was gonna say, don't forget the death. Oh uh, yeah, you could totally die. People I forgot die. about that. <laughs> People totally die. So or they get erased, right? Don't FBI agents get erased too? It's like disappear. Uh, no, I think that's CIA more than anything. CIA, NSA, NDA, or NIA, <laughs> National Intelligence Agency. Like those guys, those are the ones that disappear. The FBI agents, they're like, oh, those are just the knuckle dragging fucking cops or whatever. You know, nobody, nobody is actually really that. Because they're just they're just cops, right? Um, that's how they treat them. And then, but everybody else, oh, they're spies. They're you know these spooks is what they call them, right? CIA spook. <laughs> um, and that's, that's not, a... all right. Let's let me just be clear. That wasn't a racial slur. That was I'm, I'm talking. I'm, this isn't the fifties, right? Uh, I'm talking about like back uh, back at the origin of the CIA and even to this day I think a lot of them still refer to them as like because they disappear they're ghostly they are invisible they're whatever uh but yeah that's um that sort of business I mean they are not appointed by the people they're appointed by politicians and by um people within the government so they can and they can linger around I mean you look at how many people are still in the government who were put there by probably Reagan. I mean, you know, you've got people who are still in place just because they were, uh, they, they joined during a certain administration because they believed in such and such administration, Jimmy Carter or whatever, or let's just even just say Bill Clinton, just to, uh, keep it more recent. Somebody who was put in place under the Clinton administration, who is still there, like a holdover, they call them holdovers. We have a shitload of Obama holdovers that, um, who, and this is kind of what I was going to say about the evidence. This is the one thing that you can say definitively, Oh, okay, so there is definitely a shadow government uh, or a deep state, is there was an individual who wrote into the New York Times in an op-ed, right? Uh, he wrote in saying, he or she, I don't know, uh, that they are a, they work for the administration in a position uh, that they didn't obviously announce because they didn't want to be caught. And they said that while, uh, while they work for the Trump administration, they are not advocates for the administration and what the administration is trying to do and they went ahead and said that they were going to do everything in their power to thwart uh the trump administration <laughs> and they said and he said it's not that's even just them well yeah i mean that's what they said i think i read the article it's like they're thwarting a criminal mastermind yeah something. and that's how they see it i mean that's just how they, so they see think it. they're batman yep they think uh, everybody who is trying to uh resist this organization or this administration thinks that they are like uh everybody in general is going to think that they're on the right side of history right but everybody who thinks that who thinks that resisting this administration uh is the right thing to do they all think that they're like um god's gift to american the future of america so mm -hmm. that's that's how a lot of them see themselves and that's what the deep state does is they specifically try to keep um keep moving towards this new world order. And I'm going to turn into like Alex Jones here for a minute and be like the new world order, uh, <laughs> you globalists. Yeah. But that's what, I mean, if you read, Hillary Clinton is a demon, Hillary Clinton's a demon. She's a goddamn <laughs> demon. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's, what he's talking about is a real thing. It's, it was actually mentioned in the book, uh, uh the, oh gosh, what the hell is it called? Death rides a pale horse. Uh, but it was a guy who, and this is a funny one, because the guy who wrote it, he actually outlined 9-11. He said that Obama, or Obama, Osama was going to uh, become an issue in the future. And this is like in 91 he wrote it. 
and he also said all this stuff about how they were going to create, uh, how they were going to have people give up their Second Amendment rights just by uh, funneling in guns from overseas and then training people to do school shootings. And I mean, we've seen that in the last uh, year even. I mean, we've seen, they caught that camp out in Arizona or New Mexico where they were training kids to be school shooters and then it just kind of disappeared and then the place actually burnt down like mysteriously the, the after the government took control of it the, they purged the, it yeah the the, the city or no, it's not a city but this little uh, compound burnt to the ground mysteriously uh, but yeah he was actually killed uh, because they went to his house over supposedly like tax <laughs> tax evasion or something stupid and then they ended <laughs> up shooting him so Mm, whatever but yeah this is the sort of stuff that like uh he talked a lot about it about the new world order and if you start reading up on the new world order and what it is it's this huge socialist program in order to redistribute the wealth of uh everybody to put everybody on this like even playing field which i don't know if you know this but there's like what seven billion people in the world and if you redistribute every penny everyone is just going to be poor <laughs> like that's just how yeah. it works so it's like nobody's yeah. getting nobody's going to be better off except for the political elite and um because they'll have all their stuff kind of hidden like the panama the panama reporter panama papers or whatever um so all their stuff will their be mattresses and all that yeah and that's how it's gonna that's that's what they're trying to move towards with this new world order and kind of with the same with uh, the climate change hoax and how you hear a lot about that and that's that's literally just a wealth redistribution wealth redistribution program in order to kind of like level this like for countries they want to kind of like level out all the countries so all the countries that are doing well are going to be shitty and all the shitty countries are going to continue to be shitty and uh that's that's again that's a topic that we'll cover another day probably because it's a whole nother bag of worms but understand this i do not believe in global warming or the the man-made climate change hoax and anybody who does i encourage you to read up on it because you are uh, being misled by a what is she sixteen years old um, by a sixteen year old talking about the kid uh, Greta with her yeah how dare you how dare how you dare... I I should be in school right now you damn right yeah. Greta you should be in school you wouldn't be out here talking about climate change hoaxes uh, but did you do you when you think about the the deep state is it just me or do you kind of think about based on what you know now do you kind of think about that episode of rick and morty the tales from the citadel where they've got like all the ricks that sit around that boardroom table and they're like i don't care who sits in that chair it could be a rick could be a morty could be a goddamn jerry for all i care <laughs> you know we run the citadel uh that, that's kind of like how i imagine the deep state in as much as like the way it's described in many things like it's a military like the head of military uh intelligence organizations that sort of thing um, they all kind of come together and they plan these coups and they, they really, it doesn't matter to them who the president is. They're going to continue to move towards this new world order. Is that kind of how you imagine it? I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I imagine deep state is like all these influencers that are like in the government. Like it doesn't have, I guess this is when I, when I think of what my definition of deep state is, I imagine like, um, there's all these people that are in these little strategic spots and like like okay i used to work, i guess to make a uh, an example to give you an example I, I used to work in uh, as you recall i used to work in the in an office environment when we were in the military i was the desk guy and it was like there were all these people that were in these positions to like make things happen and you could like bypass other people because you had these connections right and so like say for example i wanted a form signed i'd go oh uh 
I need to get it to so-and-so to get him to sign it, but then this other person that was in charge of me would go, well, it's got to go through me first, and I'd have to get the approval from that person before I could get it signed, even though that person isn't even a signature authority. And so what I would do is because I had those connections in these other offices, I would just either go straight to that person or um, kind of circumvent, I guess you could say, and go, hey, this needs to be signed, and this is kind of a thing that blah, 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 and then they'd just do it. And then later on, like the guy that was like the the middleman would get mad or whatever, but there wasn't shit he could do because he wasn't the person that mattered in that aspect, I guess. So in in terms of deep state, what I imagine is it's like people that are still around from like different administrations that are trying to make their agendas like like happen, you know? And so they're going, well, I got this thing that's got to happen. And so I'm going to go through my people that are still around instead of like, uh, dealing like I guess you could say like you've got a, a certain political affiliation and then you go well I'm gonna stick with the people that are my political affiliation collusion essentially hmm. right that's what I kind of see it as collusion. oh you're not allowed to say that word colluding well that's what I see it as I see it as that they're just like people that are like oh well I gotta get this signed and I'm not gonna take it to the guy that's my opposite of my political affiliation because he's gonna turn it down no matter what. So I'm gonna use the people that I use. And like, I mean, it's kind of like, that to me is that makes more sense than like um, these like um, secret government uh, military guys that are like trying to overthrow the government. Because I, I don't know, I guess I think if that were possible, it would have happened by now, you know, especially if it were something that was like um, a political coup and like the way the climate, quote unquote, is right now with um, political um, affiliations being against each other. And like, you know, everybody hates each other. The liberals hate the, the, the Republicans and the Republicans are disgusted by the liberals. And so there's this like horrible political climate right now. So it does make sense to me that there are like things that are clandestine i guess you could say it's a good word too by the way um that happened you know um in the shadows you know but um i don't know i feel like if it was like a coup or some sort of military thing i think we would have seen something i guess maybe maybe i'm kind of just thinking like you know i expect like something uh grandiose or like theatrical to show everybody hey we're in charge here but maybe that doesn't matter i guess going to your rick and morty reference maybe that doesn't matter <laughs> maybe there's somebody going who cares if it's donald trump in office we can make happen whatever we want to happen right and what's funny about that is they can't and that's and that's what they're seeing now because and i'll say this all the time and, and there's gonna be people who don't like donald trump and that's fine and and i appreciate your opinion and i welcome you to add it to the comments here which i, I have open i can see your comments when you say it. which by the way uh yakov said specifically he said uh deep state is the unelected heads of the intelligence community they had the same agenda since george hw bush trump threatened to change things they didn't want that uh which is kind of what i was going to get into and here who killed i mean who killed uh jfk it was Herbert Walker. He was the guy. He was the fella on the grassy knoll. Uh, but he, um, are you still there, V? I think I lost you. I'm here. Okay. I just yeah, no, you. I'm here. I just, I'm, I'm, I was reading what he said because, um, we were kind of talking about that earlier about the, um, uh, the murders and stuff. And I think, uh, I think we should get into that. Oh, we definitely will. Stuff. We, we absolutely yeah. will. I have something that I did want to cover though, before we got there. Ah, fuck it. We'll just do it now. We can we can do our own thing. Fuck I, for, I forget I forgot that we're in charge of the the programming, so we don't have anybody yeah, trying we'll to pull do off. We'll we just want, be man. here all night, just talking about. You know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about climate change too. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's fake news. Uh, but no. Um, 
don't even remember where I was going with that. But uh, we'll talk about the say again. The murderers, the murders that happened. Uh, yeah. So are we talking? So when when certain things uh, unfold like that, I mean, we we know that JFK. Uh, the, the JFK papers came out not too long ago, and a lot of names were mentioned, and, and Herbert Walker was one of them. Uh, who else was there? Uh, we learned a lot about LBJ, and I mean, even if you just look at the JFK stuff, uh, LBJ, look at him on the airplane when he's swearing in to be the president. Like, just moments after his 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 boss, his one boss in the country, uh, well, I'm sorry, one of 300,000 or whatever, um, once, uh, 300 million, I'm sorry. Um, 300,000, that's hardly, that's not even, <laughs> that's not even a borough in New York. Uh, 300 million. Um, but. What was that dude that was like, 3 million people died in 9-11? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'll tell that story real quick. Uh, so, on September 11th, sad day, right? Uh, we can all appreciate that it was, uh, don't laugh at 9-11, V. Yeah, it was we, a national tragedy. It was more like a regional tragedy. But a regional the, tragedy. Um, no, it was a national tragedy. But was, when I, yeah. I was in high school at the time, I was I was a junior in high school, and my dad was a pastor, and people would call the parsonage, which is the house that's attached to the church uh, or near the church that the pastor lives in, and they were about to have a service for the victims of September 11th, and somebody called, and... Uh, I mean, it was still like it was still all breaking news. I mean, they were still coming up with how many people had died, how many people were hurt, how many people were supposedly in the building. Everybody was confused in the news. I mean, this is like five o'clock at night, so it had been many. It had been several hours since the the events took place. But somebody called and said, "Hey, when's the when's the service going to be?" And I was like young, and I was a teenager, so I just I didn't care about anything, right? And yeah. uh, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't. I haven't paid attention. I don't, can I don't, you can you do it like you were going through puberty though? Can you do the voice like, you know, like what the? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, man. I uh, I don't really. I wasn't even really paying attention. Uh, there you and, go. And then the dude replies back. He's like, he was so mad, and he he's like audibly flustered over the phone. He's like, how dare you? So, seven million people died today, you know, and it was just some ludicrous number, but it was in the millions. And I, he was like, seven million people died today, and I was like, well, I don't think that's right. And uh, but then he hung up on me, just like out of anger. He was, he hung up or whatever. Seven million people. What it was the... some ludicrous number, but it was in the millions, and I was like, that can't be right. No, uh, that's a... <laughs> but it was it was a number to There's even. How many people in New York? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there's twenty seven million, but um, there's twenty seven million something in new york i wouldn't necessarily call all of them people uh but they yeah. um <laughs> we learned that in men in black that not all of them are people the uh, right. see everybody thought i was going in a direction of like let's classify the homeless as like substandard or sub sub subhumans right that wasn't yeah. where i was going i was talking about well, aliens you for, you for, i like yeah. dregs too dregs yeah, that's a good one that is a good one yeah uh but yeah the um we learned a lot about uh, a lot about how uh, LBJ was like smiling and like happy when all of a sudden his uh, you know JFK was was shot uh, in his, his car. His plan driveway. came to fruition. Yeah, and it was very like obvious. I mean, if Shit you look at down. if you look at the people in the background of that photo too, a lot of them are smiling as well. So it's like very you know you might be able to be. There's going to be a lot of people who are like, well, he's assuming the role of the president of the United States. Of course, he'd be happy, and of course they'd yeah. be happy for him or whatever. But like. 
let's be real. Like, if you're like a friend of the president and uh, who had just had his brain splattered all over the back of a the, the convertible or whatever, don't you think you'd That's probably it. be like a little remorseful and like maybe celebrate the next day? With a bullet that was curved by that dude in uh, James McAvoy, what was that movie <laughs> Wanted? <laughs> yeah, Wanted. He curved the bullet so that he could kill uh, John F. Kennedy. The uh, no, what did Dave Chappelle say on that uh, Deep Impact or yeah, Deep Impact? Like if movies were real and it had him as the black president, and he's like, "What else do you want to know? If you guys knew the sort of things that I knew, it'd blow your mind." <laughs> like, like uh, you want to know who killed JFK? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK alone and unhelped with a magic bullet. That's right. Magic exists. We've known about it for some 2000 odd years. <laughs> so yeah. it was a magic bullet. In fact, it was actually uh, when they released all the documents not too long ago, it was determined and actually proven that it was a magic bullet. So we now know that it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Magic, uh, <laughs> yeah, magic does exist. But the, uh, <laughs> The the Herbert Walker was he was the fellow on the grassy knoll. Uh, back then he was part of the CIA, if I recall, CIA or FBI. Wasn't that, uh, wasn't that um, uh, Woody Harrelson's dad or some shit? No, you're thinking of Woody Harrelson's What's dad he, was an assassin. He was involved somehow, though, wasn't he? Maybe. I mean, I there were some, who knows who Harrelson all was dead. involved in that thing. <laughs> like everybody was involved, in, and like they're not even ashamed to admit it. They're like, yep. Yeah, I was the guy who killed, I was on the grassy knoll. I was in the warehouse with, or the book depository with uh, Lee Harvey. Oh, I was in the trunk and I stabbed him, <laughs> you know, when he was, when he was isn't dying all over the place. Isn't it funny how like years later, you know, like what the, it happened in 1969, right? 69? Yeah. Something like that. No, uh, something like... 11, 22, 63, 63. Oh yeah. 63. Cause of the movie with James or the show with James Frank. <laughs> well, the book. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, like, isn't it funny, though, how, like, years later, like, we've got, you know, 50 years later now, right? 50-some years later, and they just, like, declassify it all. Like, all this stuff was just, like, cons like real, like a real conspiracy. Like, this is the conspiracy of all time. Like, before they declassified all that stuff, everybody, like, had this theory about what happened to JFK. And so, like, 50 years, some odd years later... They go, okay, we'll just tell everybody what happened now. <laughs> well, you know why it was. The of limitation ran out or something? No, no, no. no. Well, yeah, sort of. What, uh, what you're talking about is you're absolutely right, the statute of limitations. But here's a different word for it that is actually like what happened. Uh, congressional um, blocking of it. Uh, basically what happened was uh, Congress moved to seal the records for so a was, period of – a Kong block. They Kong blocked them. But yeah, they, they did. They sealed the records and they said, you guys can't open them until, uh, I forget how long it was, like 20 years or whatever. Um, and then it kept getting prolonged until finally they said, hey, unless the president renews it or allows it to remain sealed, then we're going to have to release it. And President Trump was like, yeah, release it. <laughs> like, let's let's let it go. And But everybody had stopped because you got to remember, like, Herbert Walker didn't want it released. Uh, George, his son didn't want it released. Um, reasonably, you know, Clinton probably wouldn't have wanted it released because it would have put a smudge on the, the, the name of the Democrat Party. Uh, and then likewise, Obama probably wouldn't have allowed it to go for the same reason. Plus, he was also kind of like not really in charge. Too. Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't really probably have anything to do with it. What if Woody Harrelson is part of the deep state? 
Let's just blame everybody for being in the deep yeah. state. <laughs> it's Woody Harrelson. It was him all along. Uh, I'm, but I'm, I'm pretty sure his dad was involved. Like, that was the thing I read was, like, his dad was involved in, like, the Grassy Knoll thing. Like, he, like I thought he was, like, one of the guys, like, one of the bullet curvers. He was the guy from Wanted. <laughs> he curved the bullets. <laughs> the, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you would have to uh, necessarily curve a bullet from the Grassy Knoll. The Grassy Knoll was positioned in such a way that, like, they were coming right up on it. And and he was the one. I mean, that's because that's the most reasonable when they were like, well, the trajectory of the bullet from Lee Harvey Oswald wouldn't have entered this point and left this point but somebody on the grassy knoll would have uh and uh the real john mcgee said zombie land three deep state uh <laughs> but yeah the the grassy knoll is like the only one that explained and then people were talking about how like oh well there were two guys in suits hiding behind this this wooden fence with a missing panel and they ran away with a suitcase or whatever like like everything I mean, points to the grassy knoll <laughs> Everything points yeah. to the damn grassy knoll. But who am I? I'm just some guy who read the JFK papers. Um, what else did we want to talk about? Oh, killing people? Yeah, and we kind of yeah, already we, talked about that a little bit. The, we, you brought up uh, Clinton, and we were talking about the... Because uh, he killed a guy. Yeah, well, here's the thing about talking about... Hold on to you. Here's the thing about talking about uh, Clinton and um, anything to do with Clinton is if you do ever bring up uh hillary clinton or the the clinton body count um mm -hmm. you you start the clock and uh you really only have a couple days left uh because once they find out about it uh you end up on the uh clinton body count sorry i was trying so to pull, we, i was trying to pull are we it in up. danger of Buddy, we've been in danger since the Epstein episode. <laughs> like we've been. <laughs> we've, when that's we why Tarantino making out with that kid's foot. The uh, yeah, and and it's funny because I put on that uh, in the description for all the different places that this is listed, like uh, the Mixcloud, the YouTube, the um, even the iTunes and the Google Play and all that shit. I put that none of us are considering suicide and none of us have health issues or whatever. <laughs> you have to, otherwise, yeah, if anything like anything happens to us, research our deaths thoroughly. Know. Like that, like that fellow that died. Like he told people, he's like, if I die, uh, investigate thoroughly because it's not what it appears. And then, and then he died like that weekend. And then he ended up like when they found him, he was puking up all this black bile or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the. Um, the Clintons, they kill people. Uh, and it's it's like a known fact that uh, if you are going to testify against uh, Hillary or Bill Clinton, typically Hillary, or the Clinton Foundation, you end up dead. And that's... Um, if, like, look at how many people have testified against the Clintons. There's none, because they all die. Um, yeah. And they... Uh, like, recently there was a fellow that... Uh, he was uh, an attorney who flew from like the Florida Keys into Florida and or into, he was going to testify to a grand jury uh, against the Clintons. And then he ended up like, he laid out all of his clothes for the next morning and he, you know, had all of his stuff. Like he had a, the coffee pot ready with the timer set for the morning at seven for him to leave. And like all this stuff, like leading to the, 
the assumption that he expected another day and that he was like his alarms were set there was a call for like hey uh a wake-up call or whatever down to the lobby and like all this stuff that would have said hey this guy expects another day and he committed suicide and then what's funny is like in the suicide note this no this is a different guy but like he left a suicide note and all this and all this sort of stuff and it was like very suspicious but then there was another guy who was investigating the clinton emails and when they found him, he committed suicide, of course. And when they found him, the suicide note actually said, no foul play suspected. Like, <laughs> like when you're writing a fake suicide note to fake yeah. somebody else's suicide. Uh, also, the Clintons didn't have anything to do with it. No foul play suspected. I just, you know, sworn statement, signed so-and-so. Uh, but that, that's what happened to this dude. But, like, dating back uh, all the way back to 1993, um, uh, back during the Clinton administration. Uh, I'll just read it straight. R- okay, are we data. talking about, um, I did a little bit of research here. I, uh-huh. I pulled up our expert, um, subject matter expert, Mr. Wikipedia. <laughs> and um, are we talking about Vincent Walker Foster Jr.? Is that who we're talking about? Yeah, well, that's who it's, who I was about to talk about. That's a different, I, I didn't talk about him <laughs> just now. This is a okay, different there's guy. There's some interesting stuff about this guy, like his quote-unquote death, his suicide, and like... Um, the stuff that Bill Clinton said, like he said, um, he said, the, let's see here. He said, I don't, it's something like, I don't care that he killed himself. I'm trying to find <laughs> this, this is crazy. It says years later. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Years later, Bill Clinton expressed his continued anger about the foster rumors and theories, clenching a fist as he spoke. I heard a lot of the right wing talk show people and all the sleazy stuff they said. They didn't give a rip that he had killed himself or that his family or was miserable or that they break the hearts of blah 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 foster family it was just another slug with us to dehumanize us with so essentially he doesn't care he basically doesn't give a rat's ass yeah well he was more mad that he was like implicated in it and and i believe uh you had showed me the video about um where norm mcdonald went on the view (laughs) and uh (laughs) they were like they were talking about they were they they brought up bill clinton or hillary clinton he's like yeah he killed a guy and then he was <laughs> he was not allowed back on the view. He's like, I thought yeah, this was a known fact. He did, was so nonchalant about it. He was just like, yeah. He's like, you guys didn't know this. He killed a guy. He's like, he's a murderer. <laughs> like, what the heck? Like, yeah, but uh, Vince Foster. Let's talk about this guy. He, um, if I recall, he was found dead on like he was on a a running path in D.C. and they found him dead uh, from supposedly suicide is how they ruled yeah it. fort Mar- fort marcy park in federal virginia and uh federal park virginia and i don't remember um, if it was him or if it was somebody else but one of these people and it may have been vince foster he was shot twice in the back of the head and the gun was left behind to make it look like a suicide <laughs> and, and so that's why when people say determined he was shot in the mouth and no other wounds were found in his body oh okay so i'm thinking of a different guy uh there was another individual who was shot in the back of the head twice and they ruled it a suicide because and, and this person had information about Hillary Clinton, which is why, like, you see all those memes about, I, uh, you know, I don't have long kid. I, you know, I got information that could uh, incriminate Hillary Clinton or whatever. And then they, that it's always that person is dead. Like, I think I even saw one of the Abu Dhabi guy, uh, Abu Kabab, uh, ISIS guy saying, I have information that could lead to the arrest of Hillary Clinton. 
Uh, that's where that joke comes from. And then when people say, oh, be careful what you say, you'll end up with two bullets in the back of your head and rule the suicide. <laughs> like, that's what they're, ta they're talking about, Hillary Clinton. And, like, we've gotten to a point where, you know, people are like, well, that's just some right-wing conspiracy stuff. But, like, is it when it's <laughs> it happens all the time? I mean, just the other day, and we talked about this on the show, the Epstein suicide, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's another one. That... So, okay, check this out. There's a there's an actual Wikipedia page called the Clinton Body Count. <laughs> have you seen this? Have you I was, seen yeah, this? I was just looking at it a minute ago. Yeah, I'm gonna link it in the um, in the chat so other people can take a look at it too. And then the Seth Rich thing too. If uh, I can I can talk about that one too because that one's a lot of fun. So we'll start with Epstein real quick because that was that's fresh in people's minds. But Epstein had I mean Oh I guess you can't put uh, web addresses in the chat for some reason. It's whack. Well fuck it, just type in uh, into Wikipedia. The most trusted that's source next to Clinton and, body count is what it says. Uh but Epstein he had all this information on everybody. I mean everybody was involved. And I'm not talking like, oh well he we kinda touched on it like yeah, if you look him up with Donald Trump, you'll see two pictures or two different times that he was with Donald Trump. But then, like, if you look at Google Images with Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein, it's like every it's like a scrapbook of the last 20 years <laughs> of, of yeah. fun family vacations or whatever. So, like, yeah, maybe there's some stuff in there tying him to Donald Trump. And I guess they were friends for a period of time. But he appeared on the flight logs one time and that was it whereas bill clinton flew to the lolita island 26 times as i recall and several of the times were without secret service which i don't know why a president or a former president would ever travel without his secret service but that's uh that's for bill clinton to answer not for me which he won't uh, or jeffrey epstein for that matter could answer that question but he can't and uh, he was he was murdered or he, they tried someone tried to kill him in a jail cell. Somebody who was a former police officer who has ties to the Clintons tried to kill him in his in his jail cell, but he survived. And then a couple weeks later, he had a, he died by a suicide, uh, screaming the whole suicide, time. <laughs> yeah, he was screaming the whole time that he committed suicide. The cameras were not working; they malfunctioned outside of his cell. The guards were sleeping. And uh, the other inmates near his cell said that uh, there was screaming and ruckus and stuff coming from his cell. But whatever, who am I? But then the whole Seth Rich thing, that's a whole nother interesting thing. And a lot of people have, again, it did, it did the same thing that they did with Pizzagate where, like, there's some truth here. And you can just look at the truth and be like, oh, well, that's a really crazy uh, thing that happened. And I'd like to learn more about it. But then the media, what they did was they turned it into something that it wasn't. And they said, oh, it's a, you know, it's a restaurant in, in Washington, D.C. that uh, strings up dead children or like whatever in the basement or whatever, whatever they ended up saying about it. But it, they made it so what's, outlandish that it was What's wasn't... so funny to me about Pizzagate is that it like, first of all, it's a pizza restaurant. Mm -hmm. Like what are these, <laughs> these high ranking officials just hang out at like a Chuck E. Cheese or what? <laughs> this is like what they do. Like, and the thing is, like, the why? pizza's rated <laughs> awful. Like, the, everybody, like, the, if you go there and eat the pizza, it's fucking terrible. Because um, I went there when I was in D.C. for the inauguration, and it was just the worst. It was the worst thing I've ever eaten, and I've eaten, uh, you know, I've, 
I, I have kids, right? I go to Chuck E. Cheese. I know what shitty mm-hmm. pizza tastes like. And that's... Chunky cheese. It was worse than Chuck E. Cheese. And this is, like, a supposedly, like, this acclaimed pizza restaurant. And the thing is, this uh, Elephantus guy uh, is somehow, if you look up the most influential people in Washington, D.C., he's on that list in, like, the top 20. And which you would think is not the case, given all the high-ranking public officials uh, within the government that live there. But a pizza store or a pizza restaurant, a shitty pizza store uh, owner, manager, with stuff on his Instagram <laughs> about, like, fucking kids on his Instagram, which he's since deleted, but uh, it's still Banging out Banging little dudes. Yeah, and, and, like, that guy is one of the top 20 most influential people in Washington, D.C., and he's got friends in all these circles. Anyways, kind of like a Jeffrey Epstein situation, but... Uh, Pizzagate's a whole other thing that we'll maybe cover another day. Because so wait, let's, what let's, people uh, know let's about pedal it back. Is not, let's uh, pedal back a little bit. You mentioned um, you mentioned another name when we were talking about the Bill Clinton body count, um, and I forget what it was now because well, we know Foster, we know Epstein. Um, in fact, I think even Trump tweeted something like um, Epstein Part Two <laughs> or uh, Foster Part Two when Epstein died or something. <laughs> Vince Foster, but. Um, what was the other name that you said? Scott something? What Seth was it? Rich. Seth uh, Rich. I, I'm unfamiliar. You have to give me a little background on that. So Seth Rich is another one that was uh, that was erased as like, oh, this is right-wing conspiracy stuff. But like, if you look, again, if you look at everything, it's very difficult to walk away without an opinion that's at least not inquisitive uh, about the circumstances. So this is a gentleman um, who was a, he was a big Bernie supporter. And this should make Bernie supporters irate uh, if, not, uh, if nothing else people who were Bernie supporters during the 2016 if they weren't already fucking irate about how Bernie was treated during that campaign uh, by his fellow DNC well he's not technically part of the DNC but by the DNC uh, and, and Hillary Clinton for that matter they, they, would, they should be with Seth Rich what happened with him was he was a, he was a burn bro he was a feel the burner and he was very like uh, <laughs> yeah, and he was a data analyst or a data scientist as they're called in for DNC, uh, the Democratic National Committee, and uh, which is another place I visited when I was in Washington D.C. I got to visit all the, you know, the stuff that's labeled as like uh, um, right wing conspiracies. I visited all those places, and. Yeah. Uh, I have a picture of people outside the DNC bitching about, oh, well, you shouldn't have put Hillary as the camp or as the nominee or whatever because you knew she couldn't win against Donald Trump. And, you know, you cheated us and look at Donald Trump and all this. And I was out there with them like, uh, I'm just here for the <laughs> hanging out, the Seth Rich stuff. But, you know, um, <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he was the guy who. If you look into how the WikiLeaks stuff came out, remember when John Podesta's emails came out and the DNC papers and all that got released? They said that it was the Russians that did it, but right. the the bandwidth and like the 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 transfer rates. I'm sorry, transfer rates at which the the data was extracted from the servers was not uh, comparable to that of like an outside source getting it through a hack. It was from an in-house data transfer. So like somebody who put it on a thumb drive, pulled out the thumb drive and walked out. It was not over the internet. Like they didn't have those speeds for data transfer. So they could like, that's that's why Fusion GPS inspected the servers because they knew if the FBI actually looked at it, they would have said, well, no, this is an in-house job. Somebody within the DNC did it. Uh, so this 
as soon as WikiLeaks got a hold of the documents, uh, the Seth Rich character, uh, he was on the phone with his girlfriend and he was walking home from a bar and he was murdered in the streets uh, and in like the one block where there's no cameras. Uh, which is funny again like it's all stuff that leads you to believe like well you know of all the cameras that are there in washington dc on like atms in uh buildings and <laughs> right. anything this Stoplights. kid one road or one street that he had to walk down that didn't have cameras that's where he got murdered and they labeled it a robbery gone wrong like oh they tried to rob him he fought they killed him they took his shit nothing was gone from his persons like his wallet was still there uh his phone was still there his watch his jewelry was still there everything that somebody would have taken that was of any value was still there like on him when the police arrived then they found out that like oh like nobody like one person got a picture of him when they were scooping him off, off the streets they brought him to some hospital. They didn't even bring him to like a regular hospital. I, I like that you said scooping him up off the street because it made me picture that somebody just grabbed a giant shovel. Like and, a like, cartoon and just <laughs> yeah, tossed him into the ambulance. Just, like, uh, literally scooped him off the street. Yeah, but he wasn't even dead. He was still alive. So they brought him to this hospital uh, and they had this doctor who has ties to the Clintons uh, and the doctor pronounced him dead. And apparently like oh. somebody, one of the people, one of the witnesses that was there at the hospital that they took him to said well he was up and he was talking he was alive when we got him you know and and then all of a sudden he was dead and then come to find out he had correspondence between him and julian assange of uh wikileaks fame wikileaks yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he also like the private the, the private investigator who was going in and like looking into it and he was working pro bono for the family all of a sudden he was told stand down don't you're not allowed to do this anymore and then all of a sudden the family who was excited about him helping was no longer excited and they said no you got to stop no more uh you have to really consider um these like there's something that just like it really bothered me about the story you just told me was this doctor that that you said had the ties to the clintons like there's there's so many like obviously unethical things in this whole entire situation the whole story like there's so many holes and things that you go what the hell like what the hell is that right but then like this doctor that pronounces him dead even though he wasn't dead like that's a huge like unethical thing like doctors take this vow of whatever and the like, Hippocratic you know, oath. Yeah. yeah the Hippocratic oath and then they do this thing and like that's so fucking huge man that's like one of those things that like you have to be like and like for lack of a better word diabolical to like do something like that to go this guy's really dead when he's not and then on top of that like a doctor dude like that's that's crazy to me it's like the most like you would think ethical position to be in where you go i don't care what happened to him what his affiliation his affiliation is whether it's you know you know whatever whatever thing that you could worst possible person uh the leader of isis medulla oblongata you're still gonna like treat him because you're a doctor you know what i mean like doesn't matter you know that's not how it's supposed to be right the hippocratic oath or whatever but that has to be really unethical to go no nah, he's dead <laughs> yeah and then let him nah. die you got and, then, and he had to yeah let him bleed out or whatever and like you know i can yeah. imagine him just sitting there like crying out like hey can you patch me up you know i've got bullet yeah. holes in me come and on then, guy but you got to remember this is also the type of people who advocate for post-birth abortion and when i say post-birth abortion a lot of people are going to get upset but that's what it is like if a child survives abortion 
um, and they live through it and they're born, uh, much to the chagrin of the mother, I guess, uh, if the child is born, reasonably you'd assume, okay, well, it's crossed the threshold. Let's go ahead and take care of it and we'll put it up for adoption. Or we'll give it to, we'll make it a burden of the state at a worst, at like the worst case scenario. Or God forbid the mother take care of it once it's born. Right. But these are the same people who advocate for like this right to perform infanticide. As I don't know how it's pronounced, but that's what it's called, like infant side or whatever. Uh, where uh, they just that's... they say, hey, you don't have to take care of the baby. We don't want doctors to feel legally obligated that they have to take care of a living baby that survived abortion. That's all. Like I know we say a lot of shit on here that's like kind of out there and outlandish or whatever, but that Pretty just that's up. like this summer it happened, or uh, maybe like that's this spring. Fucked up. Um, but that was a big but topic. That's, like that's that's crazy because like it's like uh, the, that whole scenario just blew my mind like like imagine you're a baby I guess this you couldn't imagine this but imagine you're a baby you already get this like death sentence of abortion <laughs> and I'm on, I'm on the fence about like the whole thing like I have like I, I admittedly have like misgivings about both sides but um, what you just presented to me gave me kind of this like what the hell you know like imagine you're imagine you're a baby right and you're you get this death sentence for abortion and then you survive it by some fucking miracle right? <laughs> by you some uh, fucking some abdication of duty or some incompetence of the doctor <laughs> yeah fucking complication and then the fucking you come out you're you're born or whatever and they're like you know what uh we already sentenced you to death, and so <laughs> I know you don't have any say in that shit. You're on your but, own. Uh, you're on your own. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what that's the that's fucked up, dude. Like, what the hell? But that's what I think. If you're if you're breathing actual oxygen um, on Earth, you know, and not inside of a womb, I think uh, I think regardless, I don't know, man. That's that's fucked up. And I don't even like kids. You know, I'll be honest. I hate, I can't stand babies, man. I hate crying babies, and I can't stand little kids, man. But I still feel like they have a right to exist, you know? I think everybody does. Especially yeah. once they're so far developed. Like, I mean, so I'm very, like, pro-life. And I've admittedly said that I'm very pro-life. But, like, I can meet you in the middle. I can meet a lot of people in the middle. Um, you know, no uterus, no, or no womb, no opinion or whatever, whatever they say. Like I, I can meet <laughs> you in the body, middle. My right? choice. Um, yeah. My wallet, my choice. The, uh, the, so that whole argument, but no, uh, for them, I can meet them in the middle. I can say, look, if it's before the heartbeat, because you can tell when you're pregnant before a heartbeat, you can, if you have a broken condom, if you, uh, start getting sick. I mean, there are a lot of signs that come out. Like, I mean, it's what, like three months before the the twelve week cutoff or whatever. No, I'm sorry. So it's it's twelve weeks. So that's how many months? Three months, right? Um, I'm really bad at math, so forgive me. And I've been drinking. So like, you have plenty of time to realize that you're pregnant before you have to get to a point where I'm going to be like, whoa, hold on. Like, you know, if, if yeah, somebody's yeah. like exhibiting signs of pregnancy before that point, absolutely. I, like, I'm not going to sit here and berate you for getting an abortion. I disagree with it, but that's whatever. But once they're a baby and like they're starting to like have a, especially when they have a heartbeat, if you have a heartbeat, when you lose your heartbeat, you're dead, right? So like, Right. reasonably logically you could say well once the heartbeat is 
there and I can feel a heartbeat, I'm going to go ahead and assume that's a person. Uh, so at that point, that's kind of where I get iffy. And I'm not going to get involved in that fight, but I will say, like, I'll meet you in the middle. Uh, and I'm talking about, like, people who are at, like, 30 weeks, all of a sudden being like, yeah, I don't want this baby. And then let's go ahead and stick a, the prongs inside me, like the barbecue prongs <laughs> or whatever. And that's how they yeah. really, that's how they remove a baby. And they, they, they take, like, these prongs and they, they have to, like, stab the baby in the head and scoop it out. It's horrible. It's a, If you watch, like, the late-term abortion videos or just read about it, it'll you won't be able to eat for a couple hours. But they, um, that's, like... Type I just don't imagine how anybody an could go through with that. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think again, we're probably getting into the realm of like uh, serious uh, political opinion or whatever. But like, I don't even care at this point because I just I'm like devising these uh, views as we're discussing them. And it's like when I think about these things um, with like uh, these the, the, the girls that go, they have the, the late term abortions or whatever. I can't imagine like and, and uh, obviously I, I'll never be able to imagine because I'm not a woman, but. I can't imagine having something growing inside of me and going, I want to kill this thing. Like that's the only, it's the only way it's the only way I can picture it is like, you know, like, you know, you've got this thing growing inside of you, a person. And like, as a, as a human being, if I had a person growing inside of me, I'm pretty sure I'd feel a strong connection to it. And to me, it says something about that person's personality that makes them go, yeah, I don't want this baby. So let's just kill it. Yeah. No, I, 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 entirely no agree. I agree with you 100%. And, and here's what's funny is uh, Yakov here has made it a point. He says, uh, as long as you can admit you're killing a living thing, you should be allowed to scramble its eggs. That's good enough for me. Uh, yeah. and, and then he points out that women call it uh, a parasite. And a lot of people, and not even just women, but like a lot of abortion activists, they call it a parasite. And which really? is a really funny way to describe uh, your child or potential child and and what kind of like what i realized is a child when in the fetus or uh embryo state right because they want they don't want you to call it a child or a baby they want you to call it uh, uh an embryo or a, a fetus uh it's not really a child or a human being unless you want it that's the line and nobody wants to admit it but what? that's that's what it is because they'll say when, when you say well when does it become a person if it's inside you, like when it's growing inside you, when does it become a person? And they'll say, well, when it starts breathing air or when it starts, when it's out of the, <laughs> when it's out of the birth canal or whatever. Yeah. But then like at the same time, if you, if you kill a woman who is pregnant, when it becomes a citizen. <laughs> well, yeah, that's when, it, but if you kill a woman when she's pregnant, you're charged with double homicide. So all of a sudden right. it becomes a, it becomes a person in that situation. And if you go up to a woman who has a miscarriage you can't go up to that woman, and I challenge anyone to do this because I think it would be uh, hilarious for me, not so much for you or the woman. But if somebody has a, a miscarriage, go up to them. If you are a pro, if you are a pro-choice individual, go up to them and say, "Hey, don't worry, it was just a fetus, or it was just an embryo. It wasn't even a child. That wasn't a person. Don't worry about it. Like, don't feel bad. You were just scraping cells. That's all it was. Uh, like all the things that you would say about an abortion." Say it about somebody who had a miscarriage, because if they had a miscarriage and they wanted that child, all of a sudden it becomes a child. And that's why you won't go up to them and say that. 
so that's that's kind of the same reason and like these people will go and they'll get their wounds scraped like the underside of a dvd from the library and or like the side of a blue whale that's what the that's what their womb looks like after all these abortions so these punch card abortions that they do uh and you'll have like those people and then they're surprised when all of a sudden you know three four five abortions later they can't have babies because they had the they had the inside of their womb scraped like a yeah, sailor's you, knuckles. You blew it, dude. You blew it on that one. <laughs> They're all no, mad no, now no. that they can't have babies, and it's like, I'm well, barren. what did you think would happen? You were killing all the other ones. I'm you know, barren. At some point. Well, because the inside of your womb looks like a construction site. Like it looks like <laughs> looks like just a bunch of spilled concrete and, and rebar. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, in my opinion is, I think if anyone wants to go to Planned Parenthood and get an abortion, especially when it's on taxpayer money, people say, oh, well, the Planned Parenthood doesn't pay for abortions uh, with taxpayer money. But what happens when like taxpayer money goes into Planned Parenthood and then Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood uses other appropriated money from other sources or from their profits or whatever to help women get abortions. And then they take that money from the you know, the government, the taxpayer funding, and replace the money that they use to pay for the abortion. It's still technically by proxy, like, funding abortions. Anyways, if somebody wants to go in and get an abortion, they should have to carry the fetus, right? They should be handed the fetus, and they should have to take it and discard it into a waste paper basket on the way out. And, Put it in the dumpster yeah, themselves. They should have to. They, they I think like they tie should. it in a little bow, the plastic bag. Yeah, and I think that they They're should all, have to. Here you go. They should just have Here's to toss the it into the waste basket. <laughs> and and I think that would be okay. I think uh, like people talk about, oh, it's inappropriate to have somebody in there talking to these women about how. Uh, what they're doing is wrong and here are other options like they said that presenting women with other options was offensive and illegal and all this stuff like uh, they'd, they'd have pastors going there my dad was a volunteer at the Planned Parenthood and he would go in and he would provide counsel for women who needed it and he would also tell them hey there are other options for you you don't have to abort your baby and here I'll present them to you and you can do with them what you will I'm not going to stop you from getting an abortion but here's the information that you need or that you can peruse or whatever while right. you wait. And that was what he did. And I, they said that that sort of thing was unethical, illegal, whatever. They threw all sorts of stuff at it. But I think we should go a step further. And I think you should have to throw away your baby into just a regular waste paper basket on the way out. Like the doctor hands it to you with the tongs and says, here you go. And you take it with your hand. You take it with your hand by the feet. And you have to toss it into the waste paper basket on top of like a banana peel and like a sack lunch or whatever that's all greasy. You have to just throw your dead baby in there. I think that's what you should have to do if you want to get an abortion, especially with taxpayer money. And now we know that with Planned Parenthood being cut from Title Title Nine, Title Ten. Uh, anyways, they were more worried about providing abortions than they were with receiving public funding because once they right. said once the government said well we're not going to continue to fund you if you're going to provide abortions if you want to provide women's health well health care we'll continue to fund you we'll be happy to with taxpayer funding that's great but not if you're going to continue to do abortions and they were like well fuck it we just won't take your money then so now they're doing abortions and Planned Parenthood can do their abortions all they want and I can't say anything about it and I won't right? because that's not my taxpayer money is not going to it so uh, frankly, I don't. I don't really care what Planned Parenthood does, but you're going to see. You're going to see what Planned Parenthood goes the way of the dodo uh, now that they're not receiving taxpayer funding. So, anyways, what are your thoughts on that, V? Talk to me. <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, it's funny we got so off topic, but I, I find it to be such an interesting topic because um, I have a lot of uh, political views that I'm on the fence about. Like, there's a lot of things, and like I, I've told you before, I, I've, uh, I, 
I can't say that I aborted any children myself because the women that I was with did it themselves. And so I, I'm kind of like, um, uh, how do you how do you put it? Um, I'm like an accomplice, a, I guess, bystander, I guess a bystander, an abortion yeah, bystander. <laughs> yeah, well, there's nothing you could do. You know, the first time the girl that I was with the first time, um, we were early 20s. I was like 21. She was like 21, um, and it was like I I said we'll do whatever you want to do you know like i didn't have a job at the time i was a fucking loser and it was like you know i'll, I'll get a job i'll figure something out but we'll take care of this baby if that's what you want to do but she is like the and here's the irony of it to me is like she's a super catholic like devout catholic and like um to her her logic was she didn't want to tell her parents that she had a baby out of wedlock and 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 instead she chose to have an abortion. Well, that's what's funny to, to a Catholic. It's more important to appear Catholic than it is to be Catholic. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, that's the biggest irony of all of it. And so you know there was nothing I could do. I I just said, well, I respect whatever you do. And so you know I took her down there and she did it and. It was weird, and like I, I took me a while to get over it. I, it was one of those things where I, I always thought, like, wow, dude, like it's crazy. Even now, thinking about it, like I would have a kid that's eighteen years old, like eighteen, nineteen years old, you know, like wow, like an adult. I'd have an adult now, you know, and like, um, and then the other one was uh, more recent. <laughs> I was with this girl, and um, you know, desert trash, as I call her. You know about <laughs> I know about desert trash. <laughs> I like to call her desert trash because she lives out in the desert and she's trashy. But um, we had this, you know, fling or whatever a few years ago. And um, then I stopped calling her because, you know, she's a piece of shit and I hate her. And, like, um, she's really only good for one thing, I guess you could say. And that's my misogynistic, you know, whatever. But um, <laughs> she, she, I contacted her, you know, a while ago. And was the whole booty call thing, I was just thinking, oh, I can get a piece or whatever. And she goes, listen, I have something I want to tell you. And she's like, I, I had an abortion. I got pregnant from you a few years ago, and I had an abortion. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like can I be – like, it irritates me so bad that, that men have no place in this. Like, there's no – like, can't I – like, I'm at an age now where I could have taken care of that kid. I have an income. You know, I have, you know, cap the capabilities to take care of a child. And, like, I had no choice in the matter, like, at all. And mind you, like, I have this, like, whole scientific thing, too, where I go, well, she was bad genetics, too, so the fact that, like, I, I would have made a child with her would have ruined that child's life to begin with because it would have had bad genes, right? It would have had horrible genes, so that kid would have been screwed from the beginning because she's a piece of shit and I'm a piece of shit, and so that kid would inevitably be a piece of shit. And so part of me goes, well, I guess we did that kid a favor, but at the same time, like, I, I don't get a choice in the matter, you know? I don't get to say, like, you know, like, well, you know, my jizz, my choice, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I jizz, that was my jizz involved in it. Like, there's, there's it's like the argument I constantly get into with um, people that are um, pro-choice is that they say the my, my body, my choice, or whatever, but, like, I made a part in that, too. Like, it takes two to make a baby. You know, just because I'm not carrying the baby, it's still part of me, and, you know, it was still my nut that was busted inside there, and without my jizz, that baby wouldn't happen, right. you know? Right. So, it takes two, uh, but you know, it would have been totally different if it would have been over child support, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. That's the one thing that I like, kind of like uh, wipe the brow, the sweat from the brow, because I go, well, at least I'm not paying for the <laughs> bastards. <laughs> and I know that's a little bit, uh, what do you call, off color or whatever. But still, like, 
when it comes down to it, I, I guess I'm grateful that I don't have kids because I don't have any, like, financial obligation to the bastards, you know, but, like, I don't know, man. There's still that part it's of me that's, like, It's because the well, choice was taken from you. Yeah, exa I, yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's because I didn't have the choice. I never had the choice to go, well, I, I don't know, maybe, you know, who knows? Like, if I had a kid right now, an 18-year-old kid right now, which would have been possible, like, who knows how different my life could be? You know, there's so many things, like maybe I'd still be doing something else, or I don't know, maybe that kid would have made a million dollars and I'd be rich or something, like, <laughs> which is doubtful. I well, mean, you know, that's that's actually a mind game that you play. It's it's a thing where, like, you think of the worst-case scenario. Like, if you're thinking of, if you're having, like, a thing where your your mind is spiraling into a depression, you're supposed to, like, let it go as far as you can and be, like, the worst-case scenario, you end up with, like... Uh, and then I'd end up homeless and on the streets, and then I'd end up freezing to death in the winter because it's almost winter, and then I'd end up, uh, you know, hungry and dead or whatever. And then, uh, and then you do the opposite. You'd say, or that child could have ended up being like, it could have helped me like uh, stabilize my life. I would have ended up uh, working and working towards that promotion. I would have gotten the promotion. We would have gotten promoted all the way up to CEO, yeah. I'd become a millionaire, yeah. and I would have like, I'd live in a house in the hills or whatever. Uh, and right, then, and right. then my kid would grow up and he'd be a super genius prodigy or whatever. And that's what you're supposed to do. It's like, and then you realize, ah, well, probably neither, but it's probably somewhere in the middle where like, I just kind of stabilize my life and I feel better about myself and I find my, I, I find myself and you know, I can live, I can live with that. That's actually a mind game. You're supposed to play with uh, resiliency. Uh, anyways, enough with the serious stuff. Uh, yeah, we got way off topic on that one, but no, somebody actually said, let me actually, uh, let me actually address the address the chat log <laughs> i do i i forgot because earlier when we were talking about jfk and you mentioned woody harrelson uh mike in manitoba actually wrote in and said that uh woody harrelson's dad was one of the quote-unquote hobos that was brought in for questioning uh so he was originally i guess a suspect and then uh which is funny because he was an assassin i mean he's actually in jail right now or in prison right now or he's yeah, he yeah, died yeah. in prison uh at, because he was an assassin uh, and that's that's something you can actually verify. Again, like this is one of those things that I can actually say, hey, this is actually 100% true. Uh, and then at the same time, uh, so, uh, a woman uh, came into the chat, and it was funny because she said, I wish I would have taken a screenshot now because now you can't see it. She said, Yeah, she redacted it. <laughs> yeah, she said, well, originally it said, well, I thought this was a show about Bigfoot, and all I hear is two guys talking about something that they don't know anything about. And I said, well, just hit the dislike <laughs> button, Patricia. <laughs> and she said, I'm goodbye. You know, and then uh, yeah. Yakov. I said good day. <laughs> good day, sir. Yeah, good day, sir. Turn here, talk about abortions. Uh, and again, we're not we're not sitting here saying, hey, don't get your abortion. We're saying, get your abortions if that's what you want to do. <laughs> and yeah, if yeah. you feel that you can live with yourself, and that's the thing. And this is, I, I will take it serious for just a second. Whatever your decision is, whether it's abortion or not, I that's not my choice. My opinion is that you shouldn't. There are other. I, I think you should be more careful leading up to it. But if you're not knock it out early because then it's the scraping the cells stage and like no one's going to really criticize you over that no one has to know and then on top of everything else if you wait too long this is there's a saying it says abortion leaves one injured and one dead and so like yeah that baby's going to die but you're going to be psychologically scarred perhaps even physically scarred from the uh, actual abortion itself so i think that you should heavily consider i understand that sometimes it's 
in your best interest to get an abortion, but at the same time, I think that there are other alternatives for you to do. And with that, let's play a game, V. We're talking about okay. Deep State today, and yeah. I have a fun game that I want to play. Uh, it's a game that I'm sure everybody in the audience knows all too well, and that I'm sure you know as well. I was hoping that there'd be more people on the panel today, uh, but everybody backed out at the last minute. Likely yeah. because... Uh, of the topic that we were talking about. Uh, the yeah, because we got nobody wanted, to get, nobody wanted to get murdered, so they didn't come on the show today. I actually invited I actually invited a friend of mine who works in the government. I was trying to get him to come on the show, but uh, he never responded, unfortunately. But he's he like, would have. He probably would have. He probably would have responded, or he probably would have been on the show. But he he actually works in the government, and uh, he's he's very pro-Trump, like uh, we are, and very anti-Hillary. But let's play a game called Mary Fucker Kill. And the three people that you have to choose from are here on the screen. Jim Comey, the former dire FBI director. Uh, <laughs> he hid from the president behind curtains. This is a true story. At one point, he actually talked about, I believe it was in his book, he talked about the president was coming around a corner and he hid behind uh, some curtains in the White House to hide from the president. Uh, so if you can imagine a six foot, gosh, he's a tall guy. I want to say six foot eight, uh, six foot, anyway somewhere around there, high six foots. Uh, he was hiding behind a curtain with his little tootsies peeking out from underneath the curtain uh, <laughs> as the president walked down the hallway. Um, and then we got James Clapper, the former director of national intelligence, has literally never told the truth. This is the individual who got us involved in the Iraq uh, conflict, the Iraq war, whatever you want to call it, Operation Iraqi Freedom, uh, because he said that there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and he has literally never under any other circumstances told the truth. While uh, speaking to Congress or the media or anyone for that matter, he has actually recently come out in, uh, in an interview with the news. I forget which outlet it was, but he came out and he said, it's frustrating that uh, we are all under fire now for doing our jobs based on what the president told us to do. Speaking, of course, of President Barack Obama. So he actually just threw Obama and his buddies under the bus by admitting uh, foul play in all of this coup attempts. And then John Brennan, this disgusting gremlin, former CIA director, openly <laughs> supported the Communist Party. When he was interviewed during his uh, application process for a certain position within the CIA, or even the CIA in general, he spoke about how he uh, voted for the Communist Party back at the time. Uh, and is very proud uh, of his socialistic, communistic views. But that's John Brennan. Uh, can you see the what people on the image right now? Yeah, yeah, it's on the screen. So let's not say Mary Fucker Kill, because I don't want to get us in trouble for real. Uh, let's say yeah, Mary... Plus, uh, these are all dudes. <laughs> all well, you gotta. You gotta do one of them. <laughs> so Mary Fucker, hmm, which one are you gonna do? Hmm, let's see. Um, this is tough because, you know... Anyone First in the all, audience, go ahead and you can play too. Just let us know. Mary Fucker, hmm, uh, each of these uh, of these three guys. Go ahead and put your comments in, in below, and uh, we'd sure appreciate it. Go ahead, V. Continue. No, I was just going to say it's a tough one. It's a tough one because, um, first of all, they're all dudes, you know? So I can't imagine marrying any one of these guys. But uh, just based on the images alone, I'm going to say um, Jim Kami. You know, he, he seems like uh, kind of like the bitch, you know, because he, uh, he's, the one that hid it. he's the one that hid. He looks kind of like a, a shady mofo. So it seems like if I did marry him, I could kind of push him around, you know, and like tell him what to do. Um, 
John, John Brennan, I'm going to go with, mm, you know, <laughs> just, uh, just because he's a scumbag. He's, he's clearly a scumbag. And then uh, James Clapper, he's, he can get the sodomy, I think. All right. So you'd, you'd marry Jim <laughs> Comey, uh, fuck James Clapper, and hmm, John Brennan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you are in agreement with the real John uh, John McGee. He said, marry Jim Comey because I'll never have to see him. He's always hidden, which is true. He does he does all these like really weird cryptic yeah. tweets uh, where he's like out in the woods or he's out like in the streets, or, like an old highway out in the countryside, and he's taking pictures and he's posting poetry or whatever. And not even like good poetry, <laughs> like his own written poetry. Uh, fuck James Clapper. Um uh, Clapper uh, because of his name, his last name, and then hmm, communist man, uh, which <laughs> I think we're all going to be in agreement on that. The way I see it is, uh, personally, I would marry James Clapper uh, because even though he's a disgusting, droopy-faced man, I he's <laughs> I was old. His droopy face. He's very old, <laughs> and I'm. His, his hand is on his cheek, but, like, all that skin is just, like, pushed up. <laughs> it's slowly working its way up to the top of his head, so he's going to look like it's Megamind. Like, it's <laughs> like he's holding his skin together by sitting there. Like <laughs> it's like on Men in Black whenever uh, he pinches his head. I, the Edgar skin, it looks like you're wearing an Edgar yeah. scoot. Edgar suit. Edgar. Ah, is that better? Yeah. Uh, that's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, but I is. would uh, I would marry James Clapper because he's old. Mm -hmm. He's likely going to die soon. I won't have to deal with the shame of marrying a, a man, uh, the droopy faced mega mind man, with the slippery <laughs> the slippery skin. And um, I would I would fuck Jim Comey for I think for the same reason that you would, and just just be um, or no, I'm sorry. You said uh, for for the same reason that you said you would marry Jim Comey. I could push him around and I could degrade him. Yeah, he seems like could, a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I could, and I and then I'd be done with it. And I wouldn't want to have anything to do long term with Jim Comey. So I think that's probably my best or best issue, right? Uh, and or my, my best case scenario is just hit it and quit it. Hit you know, Jim Comey. Hit it and quit it. <laughs> And then, uh, and then John yeah. Brennan, I would, hmm, because I can't, like, there's that thing that we talked about, that guy who, like, was, uh, he was a sniper, and uh, he killed a bunch of people in Korea or Vietnam, and they said, what's it feel like to take a life? And he's like, I don't know, I've only ever killed communists. Uh, or, what, what's it like to kill another human being? And he says, I don't know, I've only ever killed communists. So I, I think the same reason. I mean, you can't. It's unforgivable. Plus, he's just. I mean, look at him. He's just. Got yeah, the, look at him. He's got the face say, that's so hmmable. You know. He you looks can't. like he like looking at his face reminds me of every guy that I hated in the military that like treated you like shit, like they just like treated you horribly. And so he has that face that's like he's waiting to put the knife hand in your chest and go, "Listen here, soldier. Listen you're a piece here, of you shit. little scumbag. You little." <laughs> Listen here, high speed. I bet he said high speed before yeah, in his life. And I was, uh, I always did troop. Listen here, troop. Listen up, troops. <laughs> All right, son. <laughs> uh, and then I think uh, Mike in Manitoba actually said something earlier when you were talking about how you were uh, banging desert trash. Uh, he said, what? Oh, yeah. He said, what? V's been with a woman? Here's the, here's the thing about Mike in Manitoba. His correspondence with us is like it comes directly from Twitter because he can't comment on YouTube, but he can watch and he can hear. 
but he can't oh. comment publicly. So it has to come through me. So I'm like the the mic in Manitoba filter, but fortunately, uh, or maybe unfortunately, I have no filter myself. So I can't filter any of Mike, Mike and Manitoba <laughs> stuff. I will say, though, that he, he said, what? Uh, video has been with a woman? Uh, yeah, you'll have to be sure that he understands that I've been with a... A lot of women, especially prostitutes. I've been with Make countless sure, women. Make sure that he's clear. Make sure that that's clear. <laughs> well, tell him yourself. He can still hear you. Uh, we don't want to uh, uh, Mike in Manitoba, just so we're clear. I've been with uh, four, maybe five <laughs> hundred chicks. <laughs> no, no, not you that know many. How many. You know how many chicks I've been with? <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah, three. You know how many chicks I've had sex with? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I've been with a lot of women, but uh, mostly prostitutes, you know, just to be clear. Just to be clear on that, I'm a big fan of the woman of the night. So, and that, Patrick, that's a topic for another day, but just so you know. Well, we'll have to do a sex stories with Uncle Naughty again for, with Yeah, v. I forgot about it. We have to do uh, that. That one was actually we removed gotta... from YouTube for a while. Like, it was it was blacklisted. Really? Yeah, it was. Um... Where Jameis talks about the. Uh, the Viet Guam. Uh, his, his PTSD <laughs> from Viet Guam. <laughs> Uh, the agent orange uh yeah the um patrick douglas also said all of the above you can throw in more if you want i assume he means hmm uh but that that's uh and then yakov said clap damn cheeks so <laughs> good one this was a good game i'm, I'm glad yeah, uh, that was fun. and i hope anybody who's listening after the live show please also contribute in the comments below because i still read if anyone's ever posted on i go through and I, I reply to every single comment that I'd see on the in, in any any of the any of the videos, even dating back. Like there are some people who, for whatever reason, are watching videos from, uh, you know, like 2017, and I'm having to go back and I'm having to reply to some of the comments from them. But I'm I'm happy I'm more than happy to because I don't have a life and uh, this this is my life. So, so I, here I, is make sure that you like and subscribe and comment and you know promote us if you can tell your friends tell your friends about the show you know everybody everybody should be enjoying tom's um luxurious beard and his uh <laughs> his beautiful voice <laughs> thank you you Ray. know i appreciate yeah. that uh yeah i'll uh and and like all our uh our social media or whatever i'll put the links in the uh in the description below i always i used to i don't anymore i'll do it now i'll, I'll add them if you want to add us on facebook or not facebook but twitter um you, you won't have to do YouTube because you're already at YouTube, so that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But uh, Snapchat, Instagram, all that nonsense. If you want to find us on Mixcloud or your iTunes, uh, Google Play, if you want to listen to us on the go and you don't want to have to have uh, YouTube. What, what, what the hell is that thing? YouTube Premium that they're always trying to push on you or whatever because you closed <laughs> yeah. out of it. Uh, all that like, stuff. No, thank you. Yep, all that stuff. You can download us on there, uh, like us and all that crap. And then if you liked what you heard today, click the thumbs up. If you didn't, if your name is Patricia and you're <laughs> Patricia Townsend, you came in and yeah, we were talking about a voice. Patricia Townsend. Sound, sound, sound sound sand. Uh, but yeah, if, if, if you didn't like it, if you didn't like it, hit the down, the down thumbs down or whatever, because that's okay. I don't mind the thumbs downs. I, I, I want your guys' honest feedback. It, it's not like it's going to change anything as far as the content, because we're still going to do the same silly, gross, disgusting, red rocket dog man content. But, uh, <laughs> but, but let yeah. your voice be heard because this is a constitutional republic and we appreciate every vote and we, we value everybody. We treasure everyone. Uh, and, and not just the coastal elite. So with that being said, V, you got anything to say to the folks? 
Uh, take care, guys, and I uh, hope to see you again soon. And make sure to stay tuned for more. Uh, you had me at Bigfoot in the upcoming weeks, and uh, it's been fun, Tom. Thanks again for having me, as always. Of course. That's Anything it. Else? I was hoping That's, I was hoping no, you'd it's... make it last a little bit longer so that I could. Uh... So I could find something to play on YouTube that was going to get us our that's copyright the, strike. That's what all the women say to me, too. I was hoping you'd make it last a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? That was so long. No, I don't know. It's, a, uh, it's you know, we got, uh, we got the show and uh, the uh, things are happening. And, you know, I got to say, I miss uh, old D-Train this week. We got to make sure that he gets uh, gets back on here and... You know, let's give the audience what they want. It looks like somebody in the uh, chat wants you to do a, a ghost investigation story uh, show. Yeah, so I'm we'll tracking. To... I saw that. Uh, I, w I and I, I believe I responded that uh, we would definitely have to, and I will uh, put it into consideration. Uh, and I will try to get v uh, D here. Everybody has like VD. VD. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody has those names, so it's, it's hard to keep track of you guys. But yeah, we will definitely have to do that where I talk a little bit. I like, you know, I like to do like the clickbaity kind of, um, the kind of shitty way to do it so that like you're forced to watch all the episodes to get a little bit at a time. But like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if that's what the fan wants, uh, yeah, all, all of the fan, uh, then we will definitely have to do an episode. Where well, we, we, have, we have a good one too, you and I. We did a little ghost hunting back in the we day. Did. So uh, I'm I'm interested to do that too. So we should. Uh, where we just know. got where we got shitty drunk at the bar. And... <laughs> we got comped, dude. We, that was so fun. We got comped everything, and then got shit face drunk. <laughs> There's a picture somewhere. We'll have to see if we can find that picture too. It's on our old YouTube. I'll have to pull it from there. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, that with all that said, uh, thank you guys for all tuning in. Like and subscribe and all that cool stuff. Tell your friends. Leave some comments in below and, uh, you know, or thumbs down. Like or thumbs down and <laughs> comment below. Write us all your hate mail and uh, we will respond in kind. Until next time, here's uh, something that's going to get us thrown into or giving us our copyright strike. Self-centered crap, we don't even know.
watching Fox News as I worked out this morning. Are you interested in advertising on You Had Me at Bigfoot? Oh, hell no! Reach out to us at contact at youhadmeatbigfoot.com. 